Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Steph and this is the Don't Buy Her Flowers podcast and today we're kicking off a business mini-series with five episodes dropping this week talking to founders about their different experiences. Um, I don't, you may or may not know but eight years ago I started Thoughtful Gift Company Don't Buy Her Flowers which feels like it's flown by as well as feel like I've been doing this for a very, very long time. Um, it's such a huge part of my and my family's life. The original idea, in case you didn't know about it, was that I had received eight bunches of flowers when I had my first baby and they were all really well meant and something that was meant just for me but it struck me as a really odd gift to give someone who's doing more caring than they've ever done um, another thing to care for so that was the seed of the idea and I went back to work and I had another baby and then eight years ago I bit the bullet and started Don't Buy Her Flowers and we'd begun as gifts for new mums and really quickly we had customers saying oh I want to send this to someone else for a different occasion or a birthday or a get well um, so now we cover everything from birthdays to bereavement just because and 70% of our customers choose the option which is to create your own so they want to put something completely bespoke together and which is great because it means that the whole point of Don't Buy Her Flowers which was to create something really personal is what our customers want. Um, we also do corporate gifting which in case you're interested is really great for Christmas which is coming up and we do loads of stuff that's just really lovely and very different to the kinds of things that you'll find usually in corporate gifts and we've just started doing fulfillment for another small business as well so lots going on but in those eight years I've gone from packing boxes on my spare bedroom floor and that was with a two and a three-year-old Buster and Mabel trying to ransack the place and pull stuff off shelves a lot to taking on my brother a couple of years in and uh, he was my first full-time team member and we moved the business out of my house into a warehouse in Gloucestershire and then we moved to a bigger warehouse in 2019 just before Covid hit and the business went kind of rocketed basically. Um, Now we're dealing with a difficult economy and what everyone keeps calling challenging times so I wanted to speak to some other founders and see how they were doing and find out about their businesses and their stories. So I'm sorry if you've heard that before and we talk about it before, but I thought I should probably mention it. But first up today, it's Abby Selby. Abby's the founder of sparbreaks.com. It's a spa booking service with more than 700 spa destinations in the UK. And Abby wanted to make spas accessible and she saw a business opportunity matching customers with vacancies in spas that needed filling. 
Uh, Abby talks about trying to be at peace with having three children and running a business, which both take up a lot of time. Uh, the impact of COVID when all the spas are overnight, what she loves about running a business, what she's less keen on. And we're also running a giveaway with Abby and Spa Breaks. So hold on to the end for more details on that. This business series is sponsored by Natural Mat, an organic bed and mattress company who use exclusively natural, organic and sustainable material and make mattresses and bedding for grown-ups, babies and kids. And it's all handmade in Devon. Uh, you can learn more about what they do by visiting naturalmat.co.uk or visiting their showrooms in London, the Cotswolds or Devon. And an exclusive for us at Don't Buy Her Flowers and all the listeners is if you use the code DBHF15, you can get 15% off your first order, which is valid up until the 31st of January. So let's kick off this series by hearing from Abby. It's so lovely to finally meet you after all these years. I it's know. Crazy, right? It's been quite a good few years since we actually spoke. I've been obviously been doing a bit of background reading, but if we just start with, I suppose, the founding of Spa Breaks, because you founded in 2008, so you've been going for a really long time. 15 years next Whoa. year. I know, it's crazy, isn't it? I was working at a collection of hotels here in, in Newbury, Berkshire, when I guess I kind of had the nucleus of the idea of, of spa breaks. We were opening a spa at Donington Valley Hotel and I was there from the minute the kind of the spade went into the ground until when it opened. And um, my role was sales and marketing. So I was marketing that spa. And I guess if you think this was probably 20 years ago, 19, 20 years ago, spa wasn't what it is now and well-being certainly wasn't being banded around like it is now. But I guess yeah. you could say that I had a, a bit of a vision, I guess, for for what ultimately it would end up being. And at the time I was managing the other third party kind of spa partners that existed in the industry at that time. And there was really only two. And I didn't think that either of them were doing a particularly great job. So kind of set about formulating some ideas really about what I felt was needed as I was marketing the spa that was brand new in, in my hotel. And one Sunday morning after a very drunken fam trip the night before, I met my now business partner, Ross Marshall, and he'd founded Your Golf Travel about 18 months previously. And him and I got chatting while I was kind of doing a show round on a golf buggy. And uh, we, I guess, had this shared vision of, of what Spa Break could become. And because of my experience and the fact that I'd worked in the, the hotel industry for kind of six or seven years, I was able to articulate to him what I felt was coming. And how I felt, you know, we could create something that was really quite unique. So two years or I left, I left Donington, started my own PR company for a couple of years. And I was able to kind of infiltrate the spa industry in a different way, really, and start to understand what exactly was needed. And ultimately, it was it was a commercial entity that was needed that was ultimately going to be able to help the spas run profitable businesses I started in a in a time where mob deals you know the, the groupons the vouchers of this world the travel zoos were out there mm. and they're all great but they're very heavily discounted and in mm. spas obviously you've got a room cost you've got an electricity cost you've got a product cost you've got a person cost so actually when you put all those things into we can't be running huge discounts in the spa industry it doesn't commercially make sense so I guess I wanted to create something that was was um, a marketing arm, but while really understanding the commercial kind of makeup of the spas behind the scenes and what they needed was really high yielding, high value bookings that weren't being discounted and a model that I guess com com complemented their own um, selling strategy rather than compromised it. And, mm. and that's what I set about doing 16, 17 years ago. 
got and then and obviously skipping forward you've got a team of is it about 90 people yeah so we're down um due to technology thank goodness and covid to some degree we fast-tracked a lot of our online kind of plans and now mm. we're kind of 80 percent online 20 percent call center booking so right. we've got a team of about 65 now we're able to kind of streamline a little bit during this period where we've been able to go a lot more dot com in our nature we're still a team of 65 though down in brighton having a lovely time by the sea. (laughs) What was the initial starting point in terms of finance and investment and stuff? How did you get started? You've mentioned Ross, who founded your golf travel. Yeah, that's right. So I was very lucky. They already had a small office in, in Farringdon in London. I had two of the desks at the back of the room. I recruited two placement students that were taking a year out of university that needed some work experience. They came and helped me. And essentially, we set up a business model that meant that my cash flow, we took payment from the customer up front, and then we didn't pay until when the customer had had left and departed a month later. So we were lucky in in that we, you know, from a cash point of view, we were able to um, really avoid any massive risks because it's a website obviously it's relatively easy to check to, to set up and yeah it, it was it was really exciting we turned over a quarter of a million in our first year um with only 26 files on the on the book so we very quickly realized it was a very successful model and presumably the spas then you must have if you're turning over 250 grand on 26 you must have been sending a lot of people their way that they otherwise yeah. wouldn't have had those had. bookings no. so everybody wins then really everybody wins and and now we send over twelve thousand people to spas every week so wow. the model is um you know we work with 480 spas in the uk and ireland um, many of which are exclusive to sparbreaks.com and yes the portfolio is absolutely unrivaled it's it's some of the spas are absolutely beautiful mm, nice and do you get to go and use them all <laughs> no sadly with three children <laughs> there's um, not really time. Business, I yeah. you've got three kids so and your first baby three. was born a few months before like three four months before you started yeah he was um he was 12 weeks when I started the business so yeah it was um and I've had three subsequently coming back to work after two weeks with each of them so I've got 15 a 12 year old and a seven year old okay all right do you look back now and go god that was mental I guess the children have never known anything different so so mummy working and spa breaks has been such a massive part of of their world as much as it has been mine and they've been used to me being in the office four days a week um I think one of my bits of advice a bit later is as an individual and as a working mum and as a working dad, but more as a working mum, you need to get to a point where you're comfortable. You can look yourself in the mirror in the morning and in the evening and be comfortable with what you have chosen to do. And for mm-hmm. me, being home for bedtime was always really important. So I used to leave London at 4.30 to make sure I was home for six o'clock so I could do bedtime, I could do bath time. And I think by doing that, it enabled me. I always had I had to have a nanny because obviously, you know, there's having three of them, it is not cost effective to put them into nursery. So I never had a nanny on a Friday. So I felt like one day a week I was being mum. I was doing the school runs. I was doing the pat lunches. So it's getting to a position, I think, in your own head that you're comfortable with the choices you're making. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you know, I was able to, to juggle the both. But you know, I look back now and think, wow, how was I not sleeping? And, you know, when your kids are sick and trying to 
trying to juggle, juggle everything. But it's tough when they're that, that younger age as well, in terms of the physical having to be there because someone has to pick them up and drop them off. And all. Like my eldest is now at secondary school and it feels really different suddenly because he can, yeah. can sort himself out and I don't feel horrific if I'm not here at half three compared to the other two who still need me there. But I read something that you'd said that you, you wouldn't let your team down and you wouldn't let your kids down. So often it was you at the bottom yeah. of the pile. Yeah, it's always you that gets forgotten. And only yesterday somebody said to me, Abby, you can't keep pouring from an empty cup. Mm. And it's really true because actually, as women naturally, we're, we're nurturers, we're, we're, we're problem solvers, we're fixers. But unfortunately, we forget ourselves in that equation. And, and very much from, I've, I've really not suffered from a detrimental health point of view because of the fact I've never taken care of myself. I never, I've never been to the gym. I've never done anything that because I've always been too busy and, and if I'm not working I have to be with the children and if I'm not if I'm not with the children I have to be working and that's that mentality of being pulled into two directions which mm. can result in in some pretty horrific things if you don't look after yourself. We know what we need to do to balance right like going to the gym or eating well and all that stuff and I think quite often people and, and especially women in business the ones who are kind of at the top will say, oh, well, I just have to be really strict with my time and I juggle it like this. And you and you can listen to it and think, oh, God, they've got it sorted. But I don't know if they have or if they have, they have got loads of help. And I'm not criticising that at all. It's all. But it's like, don't pretend you haven't if that's what it takes, because otherwise you've got people who are trying to do it all and then just feel completely like they're failing yeah. at all of it. I think when I started the business, I, I was so determined to be a real kind of ambassador to women in business because there are some amazing case studies of incredible women out there that have been hugely successful but I can't help but feel that they've got an army of people helping them in, mm. in all sorts of parts of their lives and and ultimately you know I've only ever had a nanny for three and a half days a week from my own choosing because like I said I wanted to be that mum on my own for the rest of it so I felt like I wasn't a complete kind of failure as a mother mm. but as a result, we've got to keep it real. And there are, you know, there are some horrific times when, you know, I've turned up with my children to school when it's an inset day. I forgot non-uniform day on Friday and send the kids in school in their uniform. Do you know what though? The beauty of three children, or maybe it's getting older, I don't know what it is, but I was like, ugh, I didn't beat myself up. And I think if that had been a few years ago, if it had been my first, I would have been like, oh God, what's he gonna do? It's gonna be dreadful. And it was like, you can't, there's, because, we're trying to do something that women didn't used to do so much, which is to work. And, and we still have this societal crap hanging over us about how, what a mum is. And that means we have to be present. And I'm still working it all out, to be honest. And I think you, you can feel the guilt, but you have to push it down sometimes and go like, that's not actual guilt. That is society. That's all these kind of messages I've heard for my whole life about what a mum should be. But if I'm choosing to do it in this different way, like you are, and you're running a really successful business and your children are part of that and they're seeing that, you're doing it differently. And you can't Absolutely. also still be perfect mum who's at home at every no. thing. So and we're inspiring the next generation and that's super important. You know, I've got two boys and a girl and for my girl, there's nothing... I don't find more um, rewarding than seeing her face when she sees me in a newspaper or she reads an interview or she sees her name in a piece that I've talked to her, you know, about her mm, in. Or, mm. And then to the boys, you know, they appreciate the place of a woman in the workplace. And actually I talk to my, particularly my 15 year old, a lot about the fact that 
you know, women, respect for women in whatever environment as a man is so important. And we are very different managers. We're very different leaders. And therefore, we bring different qualities. But these qualities are necessary in the boardroom. They're necessary to run a business because actually, in fact, never more so than now when actually mental health is such a massive issue in the workplace. Mm. Um, And we as women naturally are very good at at understanding that. And we do need, we need the softer touch in in the workplace. And it's, you know, we play a really critical role that I think we probably completely undervalue. Well, that was one of my questions actually about what personality trait have you unexpectedly found really beneficial to running a business? I think that is is 100% this kind of insatiable energy levels and the ability to be positive at all times. I think, you know, there is nothing harder than than running a business and even harder still when you've got children and running a business. And And I think the amount of energy you need to find at all times is, you know, inconceivable to some people because you never stop. There isn't a minute of any seven days in a week where you're not being mum or you're not being boss or you're being you know whoever and therefore that constant energy passion positivity being able to turn a really bad situation into a really good situation is is a real skill and it's a real talent because actually when it's the winter and everyone's got the cold and you know the trains are on strike or whatever it is if you can't stay positive and laugh at things and 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 try to still make the most of every day Mm -hmm. then you're going to find yourself in a bit of a hole if everyone else is crumbling that's when you absolutely do need to be the one who's keeping everyone up hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Obviously, COVID had a massive impact on you guys in terms of, well, everything. So all the spas closing, um, presumably cash flow then was a massive issue. Like what did you have to do, I guess, in kind of summary? What was the... Yeah, so COVID was, I mean, that 23rd of March 2020 was probably one of the bleakest days of my life. And talking about being positive, that was a day when I really had to dig deep. So Mm. I remember my skeleton team of about 12 jumped on a call at eight o'clock at night and we we had 10,000 bookings that were traveling within the next three to four months Mm -hmm. that needed to be dealt with. And yet we obviously knew that we weren't going to be able to you know most of the team will be on furlough um and we needed to turn things around quickly because the phones as you can imagine on that next morning just went off the hook so we literally all had to retrain in what we were doing we had to understand the systems people that had never you know people in it had to help us under do you know credit notes and and gift vouchers in return for bookings and and then here we are three years later, and I can honestly say to you that we are still on a daily basis being affected by the fallout of COVID. And, and yeah. who would have thought it? Yeah. <laughs> but luckily, I think, you know, through those crazy times come real positivity and, and real positive change around you had to take stock of your business. You had to really understand where costs could be made, or where savings could be made, where, you know, where you were doing things slightly, you know, people often say to me if you could start the business again would you do things differently absolutely and covid Mm. helped us identify those things and address them because it gave you the headspace to you know you had two years where probably would never have had that time to be able to do that to to reevaluate. I think it's really common that as the as your business grows you encounter lots of costs which you slowly creep into the business and they're they're bigger and bigger and then when the shit hits the fan and you have to look at it, you realise that actually there's loads of things you're spending money on or people that you actually don't need. It's a big lesson maybe that we've all learned in the last couple of years of having to kind of change direction a bit. Definitely. And and for us, we completely changed our, our business model. You know, we pre-COVID, we were 80% of our bookings came through the call centre and 20% were online. And now 20% are through the call centre and 80% are online. All right. of our gift vouchers can be redeemed online. So... You don't have to speak to anybody anymore. And we were able to take the time to do all the dev work behind the scenes to make that happen. So I feel very lucky in some regards that we had that period of time. But obviously, it was incredibly stressful while we were going through it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how? what do you know about your customers and how do you kind of stay close to them? Because I know you've you, one of the, your kind of aims with Spa Break was to make spas accessible yeah. in lots of different ways. Yeah. So it's really important. That was my founding belief and founding um, kind of mission, I guess, was to to open the spa industry up. When I started doing those those couple of years research of when I had the PR agencies, it shocked me at just how the spas were full of very beautiful women on a Tuesday afternoon who could afford to be in a spa having their nails done. But for me, that wasn't what the, the true essence of spa was all about. So 
yeah, making spas more accessible was, was really important to me. And whether that's through budget, location, choice, or through, you know, accessibility around disability, cancer, um, menopause is a big project I'm about to start now to try to address that in the in the spa kind of world. Um, but yeah, so we, we do stay really close to our customers. I still receive every single booking that is made on my site into my inbox so that I can monitor wow. what's coming through, what's being said, what's being asked for, comments that are being made. I get massively motivated every day by waking up knowing that I'll have all my sales reports into my inbox from the day before, but I'll also have all the orders so that I can see exactly what's being bought, what people are booking for, and then, you know, all of the insights that Google can can kind of give you now, mm-hmm. all of the email tracking that we can do on all of the retargeting that we do. I mean, the technology has moved on so much in the last 10 15 years that it blows my mind what we know about our customers now but Mm. essentially if I feel that I've still got the finger on the pulse to some degree it gives me a real sense of comfort knowing we're doing the right thing what about the whole of owning a business gives you the biggest buzz it's the empowerment of people I think I, I, I don't think there's a day when I don't come away thinking my god I just work with the most inspirational bunch of people and whether that's you know young women who come and start with us and then leave to start their own businesses because obviously I've worked with them to understand what they can do how they can do it giving them the belief to believe they can do it or whether it's the the, seeing the flexible working work you know working now for men and women so many men in my team have been able to be much better dads as a result of COVID and us realizing that actually you can still be highly productive just not in the office and and the work-life balance is, is so much better so that empowerment of people and knowing that actually by working with me and by working at Spa Breaks, they are having a better life. Is a, There's nothing better. There's nothing. What about the bit that you hate the most? I guess that's linked into the people thing. And it's it's when you do have to deliver news around structure mm. changes or, you know, going into to COVID, we had to make a few redundancies, not a huge amount, but there was a couple in there. Mm. I mean, delivering that news is just absolutely heart-wrenching because, again, because every single person in my business is a, is a person and has a personality and I know their history and their home situation, it's really, really hard. So mm. although you know it's right from a business point of view, uh, I don't think delivering that kind of news is ever going ever gonna to stop being a horrible thing to do. No. And what about biggest lesson that you've learned so far? Biggest lesson is just to trust your instinct. I think uh, particularly as a woman, we are incredibly intuitive. And um, I think just having trust in yourself and the fact that you know your business inside out is is a real, you know, follow that instinct, particularly when it comes to people, because generally your instinct, your first instinct, your first reactions are generally the right ones. Yeah. Um, and I do find there's a lot of people out there who all mean very well giving you lots of advice but actually it can be quite hard sometimes to stay focused in your own mindset and your own thoughts when you've got so many other people trying to contribute and and tell you what to do and it Mm. happened to me fairly recently actually around I started to question myself and question my own ability and my own sense of what was right for the business because I was being told otherwise and actually it takes a really kind of you have to dig deep and go no actually you know what this is my business and I know what's best for it. So Mm. that's not to say we, you know, another important lesson is understanding that you can't be amazing at everything Mm. and you do need people in your business that are better than you at lots of things. And that was, that's always, I found a really hard one to get your head around because 
we can be quite controlling, we can be quite insecure at times. And actually finding people who are ultimately better at your job than, than you are in some degrees is a really bizarre kind of thing to get your head around. But mm. my goodness, when you when you can get your head around it and you can see that person in your business. Oh, doing and the what relief. They do best. The relief yeah. as well when someone relief, else is doing like, it. Oh, yeah. Why great. didn't I do that sooner? This is great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh that's the exciting bit, I think. Also now we're working in a world where you do see what other businesses are doing and you hear from them because of social media, business owners, a lot of which is probably bullshit where people are going, oh, we've had this really successful blah, blah, blah. behind the scenes, like they've had to sack someone or there's been a drama. Yeah. And obviously we kind of project the positivity bit. And I think that can really distract you as well in terms of what exactly what you said of stay focused. It's really key because there's there's never been a time where it's almost harder to stay focused in business as well as life generally it's a distraction isn't it and it's yeah FOMO in a social environment as well as it is in a business environment and the grass always looks very much greener and you always think oh my gosh they, they you know they're doing so good at, so well at that or or they're doing that so much better than us but actually you know we've acquired two businesses along the way who were one of the original businesses when I you know got the idea that I you know, I didn't think was doing particularly well and we went on to acquire them because actually they were so worried about what everybody else was doing they forgot to focus on their own game and and certainly from our point of view you know we do what we do and we do it brilliantly and and we'll keep striving for that I think. And what three words would you use to describe being a business owner? I actually put a a gin drinking juggler because for me it's um, it's literally sums just about sums me up I think listen you've got to enjoy the small things in life when you run a business and I think appreciating your time with your children when you're with them but then also appreciating your time when you're at work are are two equally as important things and you can have an identity outside of being a mum which is important or it was important for me so but also you know having to to juggle on that and almost minutely basis is particularly as they get older is is really quite tricky but yes so a gin a gin drinking juggler Juggler. have you have you at any point I think one of the things that I'm quite I think probably lots of people listening if they're in the business world or thinking about it or they've started a business will be thinking I just can't do this anymore because it's it's tough have you had those points of like I just don't I don't know if I can yeah pretty much every month since I started it and that's no no lie Mm. you know even last night I had an incident with my 15 year old and I I went to bed and I lay there questioning whether or not if I'd have been working when he was younger whether whatever had happened yesterday from a phone call from his teacher would have happened Mm. and I think I don't think you'll ever stop that. And I will never stop questioning my decisions and my choices over the last 15 years. But ultimately, those moments come and they go. And again, surrounding yourself with really positive people, you've got to have cheerleaders, you know, whether they're cheerleaders at home, whether they're cheerleaders at work, you've got to have these people who are there to catch you when you have those wobbly moments, to stand you back up on your feet and go, no, what you're doing is absolutely right. And you are an inspiration and your children are proud of you and your friends are proud of you and everybody that works for you is inspired by you. And I've got lots of those people around me and I couldn't do what I do without them. So it's, um, that would definitely be my bit of advice. And what's, um, if you were, if you were starting the business, you said earlier that there's lots of things you do differently. So if you were starting the business again, or just advice for someone who's thinking about doing it, what would your one top tip be? 
I think hindsight means that I would start the business again differently just because I know that you know efficiencies and all the rest of it but ultimately the fundamentals are if you have an idea that you're passionate about and you love there's absolutely no reason why you can't start that business up but you do need a support network around you especially as a mum because the winters are tough when everybody's sick and you know it's hard to get out of bed in the mornings um Mm. but it's it's providing you have the belief and you've got the people behind you to make it work there's you know it's it's just there isn't a better feeling knowing that you've started something yourself that's all yours awesome thank you so much for your time abby no problem it's been a pleasure chatting thank you for having me massive thanks to abby for chatting with me and to natural map for sponsoring this episode and series if you head to naturalmat.co.uk you can find out more about them and their bedding and mattresses we have got a brilliant giveaway with abby and spa breaks to win a 250 pound sparbreaks.com voucher and don't buy her flowers recovery hamper of gorgeous products to relax with maybe you can use that to prep ahead of your spa break and just sign up to the dbhf newsletter there's a link in the notes to this episode or on our social media you sign up by 11:59 p.m on friday the 11th of november and if you're already signed up to our newsletter you don't need to do anything and you will be automatically entered into the prize draw we've got another episode coming tomorrow so please subscribe and you'll get a ping when it and all future episodes are live and if you want to rate and review or share this podcast we would appreciate that And thank you so much for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.